Hey, I'm Rebecca Hamilton, creator and owner of Chick Boss Cake. Thanks for joining me on my Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, where I'll be sharing all my best life and business tips and tricks on how I've created the life of my dreams and how you can too. I'm a no-nonsense, full disclosure, sweet talk scrapping woman entrepreneur who believes in taking charge of your life and ridding yourself of all the excuses that are holding you back. Guess what? You can now be featured on our podcast. We've got different packages to choose from listed on my website, RebeccaHamiltonCo.com. Get your product, service, or podcast noticed by advertising with us on our podcast, Scrap the Sweet Talk. With thousands of downloads and listeners, we are often featured on the top 100 podcast charts across Canada in the entrepreneurship category, which is absolutely ridiculously incredible. Let us help you to increase your sales, expand your audience by reaching our loyal listeners. Before I get started on this episode, I just wanted to say that I am so freaking excited um, because my book is finally complete and has officially been submitted to the printing process, which means I will have physical copies of the book in my freaking hands soon. So I am literally so pumped about that. I cannot wait. Um, The whole book writing process, it just, it was incredible. Um, but I am really grateful to be at the finish line with it all and be able to finally share it with you guys. Um, the company that I used to self-publish the book said that printing can take between, uh, four to six weeks. So I will definitely keep you posted, um, for the launch date and I cannot wait to actually touch it and have it in my hands, um, and share pictures of the actual book with you guys. Um, my book is called, for those of you who do not know, my book is called The Million Dollar Bakery, and it's all about how I turned my hobby um, of cake decorating and baking into a million dollar business and how you can turn any hobby into a million dollar business too. Um, It also shares a lot about my personal journey in creating the business, where the idea came from, and also how I pushed through some extremely difficult challenges in my life in order to get to where I am today. So I'm super excited. I cannot wait to share it with you guys. I have been getting so many emails and DMs about it, about when it'll be available, and people wanting more information about it and stuff. And I actually just released a video um, the other day about uh, where I revealed the actual chapter titles. And it was a 30-minute video 
Um, it's on Instagram TV, and I will also be posting it to my YouTube channel as well. And basically, I go over each chapter with you. I share the title of the chapters, and I give a brief overview of what the contents are for each chapter. So if you are interested and excited about my book, you can go and check out that video so you can get more information about it. Um, also, too, you can go and sign up for updates about my book coming up. Um, on my website, which is www.rebeccahamiltonco.com. And if you sign up there, you will be notified um, about all of the upcoming details and the launch date for the book as well. So cannot wait for that. All right, on to the podcast. Oh, actually, I just wanted to, before we get into the actual content of the podcast, I wanted to do a quick shout out to Erie Picnic Co. Um, they're on Instagram. They set up a stunning picnic for me and my girlfriend, Emily. Um, Emily uh, has her own business too called Enchanting Wellness, where she makes these freaking amazing um wellness bracelets that you can put essential oils into and they are st absolutely stunning so you can check her out as well um but Erie Picnic Co they set up a beautiful um stunning picnic for me and her in Pinafore Park the other day and it was just absolutely magical if you're looking for something fun to do go and give them a follow on Insta <laughs> Okay, it's just me on the podcast today um, because I really wanted to speak on this topic specifically. It's something that I've heard a lot of people um, struggling with, and I've also got quite a few DMs and emails asking me personally how I cope with it myself. Um, since I am all about social media and I am on there often and always posting and stuff like that. Um, and this topic is just more my jam. Um, not really like Chad's not really into social media too much. Um, he helps out with our Chick Boss Cake um, social media from time to time. I also have a, another staff that helps with that page too because that gets a lot of messages and uh, requests for orders and stuff like that. So, um, so this is my jam. This is what I am best at. I love social media. I love marketing. I love branding. Um, I find it, it is just... I love doing it. I think that it is so fun. And when you find something you're so passionate about and you enjoy it so much, it really does not even feel like work at all. So <laughs> I just love it so much. Um, so the topic today is my top seven tips on creating healthy social media habits. So I am going to ask a couple of questions here and you let me know if any of these um, sound familiar to you or if they resonate with you, let me know. Do you feel sad, angry, or depressed when scrolling through social media? Do you compare your life to other people's lives on social media? Do you feel like you're missing out on something um, awesome when you see other people having a great time 
on your social media? Do you find it hard to put your phone down and disconnect from it? Have you experienced being bullied via social media? If any of these resonates with you or even slightly resonates with you, you're absolutely not alone. Most, if not all of us, have experienced one or all of these feelings And since social media is such a major part of our everyday lives, um, I mean, business aside, I mean, a lot of us have personal social media accounts too, um, which this also applies to as well. Um, And since it's such a big part of our everyday lives, I wanted to share my tips on how to set healthy boundaries and how to not let social media bring you down, okay? Because since it does play such a big major role in our lives, um, it is easy to get so caught up in it that you don't even realize um, the negative emotions that it's stirring up inside you uh, as well. So, and also it can be very addicting and very hard to unplug from it for sure. So um, I know personally, I I struggle with disconnecting from it. Sometimes I have gotten much better. Um, and that's why I felt like I want to share my tips with you guys. So social media should be used for learning purposes. Um, there's lots of great tutorials on there. We can all learn a thing or two from each other. Um, also it's, it should be used for entertainment purposes and for building actual connections with human beings. Okay. It should not be used to spread hate, negativity, bullying, or making you feel worthless. Any thing like that, that it is used for is not what it was meant to be used for. And any changes that you want to make in your life for the better are going to take work. And you must start with a true desire to make a change. Um, So acknowledging the pros and the cons of social media and how you're feeling about it on a daily basis is really where um, all of this begins. So um, before I even get into my tips, that's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about how you feel when you're going through your feeds, whether it can be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It doesn't matter what form of social media you're using. Um, All of these tips cover every single platform because basically at the end of the day, it's all the same, okay? So um, let's get into it. These are my top seven tips on creating healthy social media habits. Number one, only, and I do mean only, follow people who actually inspire you. Do not, under any circumstances, feel obligated to follow someone back 
who does not align with your values or maybe whose posts offend you. Um, it doesn't matter if it's your cousin or your brother or your coworker or anyone else for that matter. You do not need to follow people who make you feel bad or make you feel offended or negative whatsoever. Um, I always recommend to fill your feed with positive, uplifting, and inspirational people and content, things that make you happy and make you feel good when you see those posts. Um, you might think that it doesn't affect you or have any substantial impact on your well-being, but I promise you, on a subconscious level, it absolutely does, okay? Your feeds are yours, and who you allow to show up in them is 100% your responsibility. So um, what I want you to do is go on your social media, so whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever, um, and just do some cleanup work and scroll through your feeds and delete anybody or unfollow or mute. You can actually mute them. You don't even have to delete them if you think that, if you're concerned that they might think that that's mean. Um, I'm all for taking care of yourself and um, your own well-being. And, you know, if that offends somebody, then that is none of your business. And it is up to them to deal with their own feelings surrounding that. So go through your feeds, clean them up, um, check the content, what's showing up in your feed. Just spend, um, you know, a few minutes, five or ten minutes going through it every few weeks just to clean it up and make sure that there is no um, negative stuff showing up, no stuff that provokes feelings of sadness or anger or depression and none of that. It should literally just be stuff that you find uplifting and inspiring. So only follow people who inspire you and get rid of the rest, okay? Um, just give yourself permission to let go of all of the people who are not serving you or make you feel like crap, okay? Number two, don't be consumed by it, okay? Listen, it is designed to be addictive. It's designed to make it hard to look away and disconnect. The only goal of the developers who create these platforms is to try to create something that people become addicted to and want to spend majority of their time on. So, um, you know, Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and Pinterest and everything, um, they all make billions and billions and probably trillions and gazillions of dollars off of all of those ads that you see as you're scrolling. Um, so the more time you spend scrolling, the more ads you would see, which results in more sales for those businesses and ultimately for the platforms. So, 
Um, that is what they are designed and constructed to do. And once you become aware of that, I mean, I feel like we're all generally pretty aware of that, um, but you need to pay attention to it. Um, you need to set healthy boundaries with social media and that can mean um, that can mean whatever you want it to mean for you. Maybe you unplug from your phone completely at a certain time of day. You know, maybe after dinner time, that is when you go and you uh, plug in your phone and um, you let it charge and you don't touch it until the next day, which I mean. <laughs> I'm so guilty. It is so hard. I get that it is so hard to do that. Um, but maybe that is what you need. Maybe you need to set a strict boundary like that with your phone and social media, um, even just for like a month or so until you get used to and more comfortable without being on it. You know what I mean? And then maybe you can go back and create more, um, healthy boundaries around it so that it doesn't consume your life, okay? Um, maybe healthy boundaries for you look like only, um, only checking it twice a day. Maybe you're like, I am only going to go on Instagram once in the morning and once at night, and that is it. I'm not going to go on it in the middle of the day. I'm not going to go on it any other time of the day, twice a day max, okay? That's an easy goal to set because one, two, you're done, right? Um, whatever it looks like for you, make sure that it is not consuming all of your time and energy. It is so easy to get distracted and time freaking flies, okay? We are all guilty of it. I know you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and it, like, if you, oh my gosh, you know the freaking, um, I don't know if Android phones have this. I'm an iPhone girl, but it has an app that tells you how much time you spend on your phone. Use that app and it will freak you the heck out, okay? It, it does not lie. It has all of the data, all of the facts right there, um, staring you in the face, being like, hey, lady, you spend way too much time on your phone. You need to put it down, okay? Um, and I love that app. I think it is, you know, so cool. Sometimes I'll use that, uh, that app and I will be like, oh, I spent this much time on my phone last week. So I'm going to try to do less this week. So, and you know, it can be a little hard too when your job is social media. Like for me, I do, um, all of our branding and social media marketing, um, for Chick Boss Cake. So that is like super time consuming. Um, and I do my own personal, um, posts and stuff on my personal, um, Instagram and my new brand, which is Rebecca Hamilton Co. So, you know, I spending all day on it is technically work for me. So um, if I like at the end of the day, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm done with it for the day. I just want to be off of it for a period of time. And that is great that I've made it to that place because I used to be on it like way too much. Because if you're on it for work and then you're on it for, you know, personal and playtime and everything like that, it adds up substantially. Okay. So, 
Um, I started doing something recently, actually, that I found to be really beneficial um, for me personally. And that is um, when I am out with friends or my husband having a good time, whether it's for dinner or um, out like for a walk or anything like that, um, I will snap a lot of pictures, okay? I love taking pictures. I love photography. It is like an art and a hobby for me. Um, but I recently started doing this where I will not waste time posting them while I'm in the company of others. So um, I learned to really um, enjoy the moment and not take for granted the time and the real human connections that I'm lucky to be experiencing. Um, so what I'll do is maybe I will post one picture and then post the rest the next day when I'm alone and have time to do it. Um, because what happens is I spend all this time taking the pictures and then I spend the time um, posting them and sometimes editing them and tagging people. And, um, you know, that takes a lot of time. And I realize that I don't want to waste the time that I'm getting to spend with other people on my phone. It's, first of all, it's rude. And second of all, um, it's... That's not the reason why I'm there spending time with people. Like I genuinely enjoy connecting with people and hanging out with them. And um, I realized that that was just really taking up a lot of time. And I love taking the pictures. The pictures are very important to me. So I spend the time doing that. And then I like don't post them until the next day now. So that's what's really been working for me. And it saves me a lot of time when I'm around other people to really enjoy their company. And, uh, you know, cause human connection is so, so precious and being in someone else's presence is really actually a gift. Um, and I just think that, you know, we don't spend enough time around actual people and we spend too much time on our phones. So, um, you know, and you don't know when and if you'll have that opportunity again with them. Um, and I know I'd feel pretty guilty and upset if my last memory with someone was staring at a screen instead of making memories with them. So, Think about that next time you are out with somebody, whether it's your husband or your friend or um, anybody, you know, try your best to disconnect and pay as much attention to the person that you're spending time with as possible. Um, obviously, I know that, you know, sometimes things come up and you want to check your phone, whatever. Make it quick and uh, tune in to what really matters most in that moment. Number three, delete and block whoever the hell you want. <laughs> I love this one. Um, there are no rules with this, okay? If someone is ignorant or rude or whatever, um, you have every right to delete and block them. And, you know, people are sometimes shocked when I say this because it comes across, uh, it can come across a little harsh 
and you know they think that you maybe should respond to them or you should engage with them or you should tell them how you feel or you should handle their comments in a specific way whatever not me i don't give a crap about how haters on the internet feel I should respond to their hate. (laughs) Um, If you're rude or ignorant once, then chances are you will be rude and ignorant again. And it just means that your values are not aligned with mine. And, you know, I wish no one harm, but I also have enough self-respect that I don't allow others to project their harm or their own insecurities onto myself. Um, I always like to ask uh, people if you would invite a negative, rude, or ignorant person who is being mean to you into your home because that usually hits home with people. Um, I don't think anyone would invite somebody like that into their home. Um, So then I just tell them, well, treat your social media like it's your home. It's your sacred space and treat it with the same love and respect that you would want people in your home to treat you because you spend way too much time on social media, we all do, um, to let others have space on our pages to bring us down or make us feel like crap, okay? I just can't say it enough delete and block whoever the hell you want is number three and you just go delete and block happy okay you go crazy with it um don't worry about offending people or whatever if they're mean or rude then who cares if you offend them in the first place it doesn't matter um and that's all i have to say about that that's number three Number four, stop comparing yourself or your life to anyone else's. I think that this is the biggest mistake that we all make on social media. It is comparing ourselves to what other people's lives look like. There are a couple of problems with doing this, and one of them is that we are only seeing highlight reels of the best parts of their lives and not the whole picture, making it appear on social media that no one ever gets sad or struggles or has meltdowns or breakdowns or whatever. Um, And this is such a false illusion since we all know too well that everyone has great days and not so great days. It is literally just a part of being a human. Um, But it's easy to forget, uh, forget that, you know, you're seeing all of these highlight reels and all these fun things that people are doing because um, you're just scrolling through everyone's highlight reels and, you know, naturally people are not posting their meltdowns or their breakdowns or, or whatever on social media. It's typically, um, you know, 
highlights. That's why it's called a highlight reel. So, um, and, and, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's not like, oh, more people should post more, um, you know, more about their, their breakdowns or their private lives or things that, you know, they're going through. Like they, they don't need to share that with everybody, but it's up to you to realize that you're not seeing everything. Okay. And, um, I think that what happens, uh, that we see all of the highlight stuff and we forget that that is not the true picture. So the other problem is that we are all pursuing different goals and are at different stages in our lives and in our businesses. So comparing each other is actually extremely irrelevant and quite literally makes no sense okay it's impossible so start catching yourself when you find yourself wishing you were doing all the things that so and so is doing and give yourself a nice cold reality check that your goals dreams and ambitions are different than each other The place that you're at in your life is different than the place that your friends are at in their lives. Um, You know the saying that the grass is always greener? Well, it's not. It might appear to be, but you don't see all of the things that people have worked so hard to achieve uh, behind the scenes or all of the struggles that they faced um, in order to get to where they are now. Your life is yours. If you truly want it to be better, then you're in full control of that. So spend less time focusing on other people's lives and more time focusing on improving your own. Number five, know when enough is enough. Know when you're starting to feel the stress, anxiety, or are becoming subconsciously drained from consuming all the content and go and do an actual real life activity. You know, like uh, a real life hobby. (laughs) Did we forget that we have those? Um, I'm sure that I did at some point in time. Uh, But truly get in the habit of knowing yourself, knowing your mental state, knowing your emotional well-being. Know when those things start to suffer or are not feeling super fulfilled and go and do something. Put your phone down for however long, at least an hour and go do a real life hobby, okay? Disconnect and get into nature, create art, journal, connect with a real life friend in person over coffee like we used to do in the early 2000s (laughs) before cell phones. Um, Don't underestimate the power of disconnecting and actually moving your body and doing something productive, okay? It will boost your mood instantly and make you feel significantly better. Number six, be your most authentic self. 
Um, I really personally love this point um, because it, it is something that I'm really, really starting to see the benefit of doing. Um, I've always been a very uh, authentic person in the sense that, you know, I just like what I like and I do what I do that makes me happy. Um, I've never been one of those people like that's super concerned about what other people think of me. Um, so being authentic, it, I wouldn't say it's always been easy for me because I think, um, I think some people don't always understand that. And I think that, you know, some people might think it's weird that I have blue hair or that I like sparkly things or that I love listening to Disney music. Um, all of those quirks make me who I am. And um, regardless of the opinions of others, I could care less, okay? Be your most authentic self. Um, the best thing you can do is simply be yourself and share your values and share what you're passionate about on social media. And you know what will happen when you start to really, really embrace that and uh, share who you are? Um, you'll actually attract people who will share similar interests and values as yourself who will start to follow you, okay? Which is freaking amazing. It's literally the best thing ever. Um, I've personally been able to create some really, really beautiful friendships and genuine connections with people that I've met through social media, um, who I've ended up meeting in person. And the only reason we've met in person is because, you know, we share very similar values and interests and stuff like that on social media. Um, and how would you do that? Or how would you know that about somebody, uh, if you're not staying true to who you are and sharing your most authentic self on socials? Um, if you're constantly trying to portray yourself in a certain way or not letting anyone see the real you, then you're going to miss out on forming some truly amazing in-person, real-life friendships, which I really, really do believe is the best part of social media. I mean, it was invented to connect us together, yet if not used correctly, it can feel like we're actually so much farther apart. Um, so don't lose sight of that. Be your most authentic self. Embrace who you are. Uh, don't worry about what people might think about you or anything like that because you know what? Some people will not like you and that is fine. Um, but you want to be attracting the people who do. So there's naturally there's going to be people who don't like you. So don't worry about that. Just be your most authentic self and you will attract the right people to you who you will feel connected to. Finally, my last tip for you, tip number seven, is don't feel like you need to be on every single social media platform. Just pick two or three platforms and learn them and do them 
really, really well. That is much, much better than trying to do every single one um, mediocrely. That's definitely not a word, but you know what I mean. Um, it is so much better to really, really get to know um, and use a couple of platforms um, exceptionally and get your posts noticed and do them really well. That's how you will stand out much, much better. So find the um, platforms that you connect with the most. If you're like me and you enjoy posting photos um, and some short videos and stuff like that, then Instagram is probably your favorite, um, is definitely my favorite. If you like short captions, um, maybe Twitter is for you, videos, then TikTok or YouTube would be for you. Uh, most platforms cater towards a specific type of content um, and you just do the ones that you enjoy the most. So um, being on every single platform can get overwhelming and it is much, much less enjoyable. Most businesses or influencers, um, this is just a side note, but most businesses or influencers who are on all of the platforms, like, you know, you see them on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on YouTube, on Pinterest, on Twitter, on, on freaking everything. Um, those people actually have entire teams that help them with their social media. Okay. So don't think that they're doing it all on their own and don't think that you should be doing all of them on your own, all perfectly well and stuff like that, because it is impossible. It is so time consuming and it is just extremely overwhelming, especially if you are um, an entrepreneur or business owner who is also running their business. Um, and social media is not the prime source of income. Uh, then definitely just focus on a couple of them. Um, and you know what? It really doesn't matter which ones you choose. It is best to choose whatever ones you enjoy um, creating content for. So if you enjoy doing videos, then be on a video um, platform like TikTok or YouTube, right? If you like pictures, then go with Instagram or Facebook. Um, so... Those are my top seven tips on creating healthy social media habits. Uh, I hope you found them helpful. Um, remember that in order to improve or change any habits, you must first become aware of your own feelings and your own thoughts towards them. Uh, work on becoming uh, a more mindful and aware and intentional person in your life and then you'll be able to start changing habits that no longer serve you and replace them with better, healthier habits that will allow you to reach your truest potential. If you have any questions about creating healthy habits and boundaries around social media, feel free to reach out to me. My email is Rebecca at chickbosscake.com or I'm on Instagram at Rebecca at chickbosscake. I'm on Facebook as Rebecca Hamilton Co. I also wanted to say that I have an extremely epic course on branding and marketing your business. Um, if you're looking to increase your sales and grow your business substantially, 
It has been the most popular course on my website and I've received a ton, ton, ton of amazing feedback on it. Um, so you can head on over to my website and take the course. It is an online course and it is super user-friendly and easy to pause it and resume it um, anytime that you want to. You don't have to sit down and do it all in one night. You can space it out. Um, and it is very easy to understand and also filled with extremely great branding and marketing information that will seriously take your business to the next level. It's exactly the same strategies that I used to build my bakery business to over a million dollars in sales last year. So as always, whenever you're going through any of my courses or you need help or advice, I am always here to offer that to you. And there is nothing that I enjoy more than helping other local businesses and entrepreneurs um, grow their business and reach their goals and achieve success too.